episode 344 of Global From Asia podcast, Handshake, NFTs, D-Web, uh, just kind of a lot of announcements and a lot of cool, amazing things to talk about today. Let's go into the episode. Welcome to the Global From Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. This is a special one for me. I'm kind of bridging two different worlds together. It's going to be globalfromasia.com slash NFT, non-fungible token. A little bit of crypto. We've talked about crypto so many years now, since the early days, you know, in 2000, I think 14, maybe was our first one, 13, maybe we talked, we had Larry Saliba here talking about using Bitcoin for cross-border trade. We were using, we had a lot of different, we had Leo, Leo Weiss, and we had some amazing guests over the years. We had like Adrian Bai talking about how he's doing Bitcoin back in like two, a lot of that was 2014-15. We had some ICO stuff 2017. We took we haven't talked about it too much, but the last year, I don't want to say a year, about last half a year or so, I've been really studying this a lot more. Honestly, I've Bitcoin is boring to me, to be honest. I, don't, I know a lot of people love money, but I'm more interested in the internet content marketing and i'm also really tired of you know this walled garden we live in of amazon this walled garden of you know facebook and twitter that just control our identity that control our content that's what i like about podcasts you know it's a little bit more open you know it goes into itunes but also has these feeds all over the internet so today's show is gonna be the first of a multi-part series at least three or four part series about d-web decentralized web you know nfts crypto a little bit and we have a, a great, great guest with us today to start this mini-series off. The mini-series we'll put at globalformasia.com slash handshake, handshake. It's a HNS ticker, and it's really been changing the way I've been thinking about the internet and life. And Jahan, Jahan Chu, he's a crypto influencer, investor in Hong Kong. He has a, a fund. He's investing, making a lot of investments. He's an investor, early stage investor in Handshake, which is what we're talking about, as well as Namebase.io, the main marketplace of this, of this new decentralized naming system. And we are talking about NFTs, talking a little bit about the Asia market, Hong Kong's importance in this. We're talking about some ways that you can invest in this and get involved. I'm a big Big, getting really involved with this myself. And after the interview, we'll talk about some things that I've been doing and what, how Global Formation is going to be moving more into the D web itself with some very early stage social network installations we're doing. So, without further ado, let's get into the episode. Are you a non-U.S. citizen looking to get some USA banking for your company? Man, Global Asia, we are bombarded with people begging for bank accounts in the U.S. It's something that we've been trying to help people, and we're so happy to have a partner, and it's the right partner, Mercury.com. They have online banking, no need to go there in person, no need to be a U.S. citizen, and, and you get U.S. banking, and no application fees. You even get a bonus if you use our link. So GlobalFromAsia.com slash Mercury to go to our link where there's a cash bonus. Of course, there's some terms of things you have to do. It's not just gonna give you free money, but you gotta do something or when you sign up or, or use it. You can read about that on the link and it helps out the show. And they, they, if you like what you see, check them out, Mercury, thank you. And then the second part is you have a full review. I made a video, globalformasia.com slash reviews slash Mercury. You can see me again and I show you how I applied and give you some tips on how you can apply. Thank you, I'm a, I'm a client, thank you. 
Thank you, everybody, for tuning into our Global From Asia podcast. We're in for a special treat today, going into a little bit of the world of crypto again and some, some amazing investment opportunities. Jahan Chu, he is the founder of Kinetic Capital, which is a, he's a, been in crypto investing since 2013. He's a co-founder of the Hong Kong Bitcoin Association, where we've had some other friends in that space there. And it's uh, we're going to have some talking about NFTs and collectibles and crypto. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Mike. Excited to be here. Excited to talk uh, NFTs and Handshake and anything else that comes up. Yeah, there's so much. Honestly, I've, it's gonna be hard to keep this one uh, short, man. There's so much. There's so much to share. We haven't really talked about this too much on this show, on uh, the Global from Asia podcast. But I thought it would be a good, good time. You're based in Hong Kong. You've been in the in the space so for so many, so many years in early years. So, can you just give us a little bit of your your background and how you got into the whole world of crypto and in, in uh, you know back in 2013 and. Yeah, yeah. So my, my background actually is I used to be a front-end developer back in the first dot-com boom. Um, oh. And then I was recruited by Sotheby's auction house in New York. And I was helping them to kind of do a lot of internal work and also build out their auction platform, their online auction platform. And we very famously sold the Declaration of Independence. It was the last remaining copy in private hands. Uh, and we sold that as the first lot. And uh, I moved. they moved me out to Hong Kong in 06. And I left Sotheby's in 2008. But during that time, I had started collecting art. I became an auctioneer and I was, you know, getting really involved in the art world. And then when I left, I became an art advisor and I was helping, you know, basically family offices and, you know, ultra high net worth individuals to build art collections. Because I, I was collecting art myself and I was investing in art and doing all this stuff and just, you know, being a man about the art scene, I guess you could say. Great. And so I did that for a long time and I was really, I was fully in the art circuit. Like I would go to, you know, the Venice Biennale and I was going to, you know, Art Basel and, and all this kind of stuff. And it was, it was a lot of fun. But late 2013, I discovered Bitcoin through the, it was actually through the Winklevoss twins who I had been kind of following since we were investors in the same art startup called Paddle 8. And yeah, I was just following what they were doing and that kind of clued me into Bitcoin. And then I just started to look into it. I fell down the rabbit hole as, as one does. I bought my first Bitcoin from Arthur Hayes, actually. Okay. Who was also in Hong Kong at the time. And uh, yeah, I've started, we all started the Bitcoin Association. And then I later founded the Ethereum meetup because I was more interested in the technology and applications. So I ran that meetup until now. I still run my meetup. And along the way, I got really into advising some early projects and investing to the point where like I was spending more time in crypto than I was in my art job. And I decided to make the change and make the jump. So I went full-time into crypto in 2016. And, you know, I, I started what has become Kinetic. We were, we've been investing, we've been trading OTC, we've been advising. We did the first NFT global event called Nifty back in 2018, where actually a lot of people that are really, you know, kind of prominent in the NFT space actually met. So that was like a lot of their first time, the first time that many people kind of coalesced around this idea of NFTs. So I'm super proud that we were part of that history. And then fast forward to today, I mean, we're investors primarily. We have a separate high frequency trading business, but we're mostly investors. We invest in equity, we invest in uh, tokens. I mean, things that we've invested in that people would have heard of would be everything from like Icon to Qtum to Omise Go, all the way down to like seed investors in Parity, seed investors in Polkadot, seed investors in BlockFi, Serum and Decentraland and 
so yeah, a lot of stuff. We've done over 160 investments and you know, it's been an incredible, incredible ride. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. It's really, really, uh, really amazing story. And yeah, I know you've done great things in the Hong Kong, you know, association, Bitcoin association and the community with your events and, and, and helping getting more people there. I mean, Hong Kong is really a hot spot for crypto, right? It's always kind of been uh, supportive of it, would you say? Or Yeah, it's, it's been amazing because Hong Kong is this, it's like, a, it's historically a trading port. And I think that, that kind of being in the middle of things is, is very much part of its history. And I think that lends itself well to the whole kind of position in crypto where it's not inside of China, but it's not, you know, in Silicon Valley, it's, it's always been this hub. And for sure, like even when I was in the early days, when I was running my Ethereum meetup, I think my meetup was kind of like a hub for blockchain activity in the early days, because if a company was coming from the West into Asia, they would definitely stop through Hong Kong. And if they were stopping through Hong Kong and I knew about it, I would be hosting them at my meetup. Great. So a lot of people learned about these, these early companies, everything from like you know, status and, you know, Omise and, and these things through my, through my meetup. And I think that, you know, Hong Kong just has a privileged place, even now with everything that's happening in the world and China, it's still very much like a, you know, a center point and this kind of like way station where things just pass through and, and it benefits from all of this kind of, you know, kind of traffic through it. And there's, you know, world-class, you know, professional services here. It's a financial center. So I think we can expect Hong Kong to remain one of, if not the center of kind of blockchain, you know, activity in Asia. For sure. For sure. I, I've always, you know, this show has always been very, you know, in love with the Hong Kong cross border and the bridge. And, you know, you got the miners in China and you got, you know, they're selective, you know, especially in China is a huge supporter of the blockchain in, in general. And then you got the West and it's, it truly is a great, a great bridge bridge there and it's another another bridge that you've you've kind of hinted towards which we'll try to focus on today is nfts and collectibles so you you know i feel like you're in this perfect position you have the, you have your previous experience with collectibles and art and then you got into crypto and then you i i don't know maybe i'm wrong but i feel like nfts are still kind of new relative to like traditional bitcoin or btc right so now it seems like this is the hot new topic of collectibles on the blockchain called called nft was is that the correct way of calling it nfts yeah like yeah i mean as far as like collectibles on the blockchain is that how would you tell somebody what is an nft really yeah so i think that nfts it's it's kind of hard to, to talk about a bit because the nfts just used to mean virtual assets but now like the definition of nfts is just blowing up yeah, yeah. it's art it's music yeah, it's, it's gaming it's fashion and we haven't even really started to touch on enterprise and industrial NFTs. We will absolutely be seeing NFTs which represent critical business functions, whether transactions or even representing like IoT and machines. So like machines uh, and components will all be NFTs, will all have like this layer of identity. So ultimately what an NFT really is, it's an identity layer for physical and digital objects. Okay. Which helps to enforce the scarcity and the identity. That's what an NFT is. So really, we're going to have to stop using the word NFT and start using words like digital assets, digital art, all this, you know, digital machinery, because the, the digital twinning, which NFTs provide the ability to actually represent 
real world assets in the digital world is what NFTs is only one of the use cases of NFTs. So mostly NFTs, it's like, oh, it's like art or it's like, you know, kind of gaming or something like this. But really that, that NFTs as a, as a catch-all for the overall kind of industries is going gonna, is gonna to go away pretty soon because there's too many use cases. Like you're not going to know people are talking about, oh, you're into NFTs. It's like, okay, but like what kind of NFTs? So, well, it, it leads into actually. Like, oh, I'm into tech. Okay, but what kind of tech? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I mean, I you know, I you know, you you recently bought an NFT extension on Handshake, which is really amazing, and that's perfect use because you have tech dot NFT or you know, art dot NFT is one one idea of using that because now NFT is becoming so huge; it's becoming a plat, a multiple platform ecosystem in itself. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, probably you know you're wearing a handshake hat, so yeah, you know, I'm, a, I'm a believer. Brothers of the same tribe. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm a handshake maximalist. I love handshake. We're invest. We're seed investors in handshake. We're we're investors in name base. Like I've been buying domains like, like like an addict. <laughs> so for me, buying the NFT domain name was like a no brainer. I hunted it down. I was fortunate to, you know, kind of work with someone really good on, on the other side of the deal. The deal is brokered by Namebase. And the reason why I bought the .NFT domain is because, again, thinking about the position of NFTs as an identity layer, I think the .NFT handshake domain, you know, this uncensorable, decentralized, you know, domain system is the perfect naming layer for NFTs. So if I want to kind of name something you know, like an artist's work or a piece of, you know, property, I can use the subdomain space to basic as prefixes to basically name it .NFT. And .NFT, I think, is a, is a really key functional domain. So that's why I bought it. And I, you know, the price is published. It's, it's like 84K US. And I guess Handshake's been going up. So it's actually, in Handshake terms, it's a lot more expensive now. But I, it's, in my view, it's cheap. Compared to where the space goes, it's, it's incredible investment. I'm so privileged to be able to own it. Now I'm just, you know, working out exactly how to kind of make it available to people so that they can use it. And I really want to emphasize, you know, the, the use of .NFT in the art world, in the design world, in the gaming world. But of course, I'm, I'm not in a rush. I, I think this is a long-term bet. Yeah, for sure. It's a long-term. I mean, I think anybody in this, anything, especially on investing should always be long-term. I mean, you probably know that better better than me but anybody listening of course it's a it's a long-term thing and anytime you do something short-term you'll usually you know you can get lucky but you know it's it's always better to be a long-term investor in any anything in life i don't i just want to give some quick insights for some that might not know because i actually haven't talked about handshake before on this show but but basically maybe or maybe you could maybe you could say it better but like you've already kind of been hinting towards it but it's decentralized naming domain names i think is the best way to call it yeah, so Handshake is, is basically the, I call it the front door of the decentralized web. It's, you know, if, if Bitcoin and, and, you know, other stable coins are the currencies of the decentralized web and, and Filecoin and StoreJ are the storage lockers and, you know, they're all the kind of great decentralized financial applications, you know, are, are out there, are doing finance for, for DeFi, then Handshake is the front door. Handshake is the way that you find everything. It's the natural language naming layer. And really what it is, it's decentralized domain names. It basically takes what ICANN, the international body which governs all domain names in the world, regardless of where you are, 
it takes that function and takes it out of the hands of a centralized authority, which is both prone to inefficiency and subject to either influence or censorship or corruption. And it creates a purely open system where they are, it, it, it almost creates a parallel internet because when you have access to an internet, which is uncensorable via the domain name, it creates a completely separate space where there's no real boundaries about what you can say, what you can do. There's not as much kind of centralization uh, of kind of influence. And so Handshake is the gateway to all of that. Yeah. Without Handshake and without decentralized domain names, we're still, there's still a very key point of censorship potential in the domain space. So that's what Handshake is. And, and you know, it was founded by Joseph Poon and another from Lightning and, and a lot of other great people. And Namebase is the main kind of platform, like, like the Coinbase slash GoDaddy of, yeah. of Handshake. But Handshake is now getting attention from some of the top domain buyers, like a guy named Andrew Rosner, who's like the grandfather of domainers. Yeah. You know, he sold Zoom, he sold X.com, he sold all these, and he's actively like investing and looking at Handshake. So this is no longer like a lab experiment. Like this is real world now and real money. So yeah, I'm super excited about Handshake. Yeah, totally. I mean, like you see, I'm wearing a hat and I'm starting to introduce it into this show with, with this episode actually, because yeah, it's, it's a little bit alarming to introduce things too early stage, you know, but it's definitely getting much like there was NamesCon, which is like a domain investing community and they had an online event. I attended it in January and it's getting more, more, more talks. And then also Michael Seiger is another domain investor and influencer. He's, he just talked about his Seiger name on uh, his Twitter, just literally 12 hours ago before this recording, he put it out on Twitter that he was amazed because Puma browser is supporting it natively now on iOS. So you can just type in his last oh, name cool. is, yeah, his last name is Seiger, S-C-Y-G-E-R. So he showed a screenshot and he just typed in Seiger and it shows his D-link, which is, you know, for, it's like the name base's uh, profile page. Yeah on his, on his uh, screenshot. And he was pretty amazed that it, it works. Like yeah, I have mine too. So if you just go to dot your hand, like you'll find me. Okay. Awesome. I'll check it out. Um, say, like, my, my, <laughs> my crowning achievement is that I own the dot, the dot, dot shit. <laughs> awesome. S H I T. Okay. That's great. S-H-I-T. I own that. I own that That's domain. Good... So I'm, I'm, I'm open to any and all prop uh, proposals about what to do with the, the, the handshake shit domain. I think there's massive potential for it that's great yeah i mean i'm also addicted i don't i don't have as many names but one is a gfa so our show is global from asia so nice. the dot gfa for the for the shorter one and we're going to try to put some profiles yeah, there good, for good, people good yeah three l's are good but yeah i mean it's 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 collectibles right domain names even in traditional are are, are being traded a lot you know on online and the, the prices of dot coms are going up up like crazy so it does seem like kind of a almost a, almost a, almost like obvious one that still seems undervalued like i mean like you said the coin has gone up it's actually been done really well in the last month or two uh hns is the ticker and even right now it's up up pretty good i mean of course everything is up in crypto and i'm yeah. sure you're doing pretty well with your portfolio but even hns itself is doing really well and so let's let's and it, I do want to talk about the Asia market. We do try to kind of talk about cross-border in, in Asia within our show. And I think, honestly, the China market has always been a big buyer of domain names, right? And I think 
with blockchain and domains and invest me, investments, I see the Asia market really interested in and in growing into this, into handshake and NFTs and collectibles. I'm sure. Yeah, right? I mean, to, to be frank, I don't, I don't know much about the, the Asia domain market. So my, my background isn't so much as a domainer, like it's more like a handshake guy. So I've, uh-huh. I've been fortunate to learn a lot about domains and like people like Andrew and just reading, you know, some of the forums, like learning about how people think about domains is fascinating. So I'm very much a student in this world, trying to understand like what the different strategies are for, for acquiring and, and using domains. But I also think that the game is, is done changed a little bit because, you know, it's not, it's not about what happens, you know, to the, to the right of the dot. Now it's, it's kind of what, what's, what's interesting to the left of the dot. Handshake kind of flips the script. So instead of owning .com, you can now own, you know, .mike or yeah, .gfa or, you know, .jahan. Yeah. And the possibilities of that, it like it completely flips the script and it makes, you know, what's to the right of the dot ubiquitous. Yeah. So I think that's, that creates very, very different dynamics for how you think about what's valuable, right? So yeah. maybe I don't necessarily need like pets.com because, you know, I've got dot pets, but then if I've got dot pets and I can also have dot dog and I can also have dot cat and dot cats and dot feline and dot canine, <laughs> it creates this kind of not noise, but it, it definitely forces users to think about domains and subdomains in a very, very different way. So I think everybody's going to have, especially in the, in the traditional domain community, is going to have to reset. And I would go as far as to say that you know, if Handshake and other decentralized naming systems become, you know, prevalent and common, you know, in the, like the five-year period, actually, it could signal some of the, the destruction of value in the dot-com domain network. I feel the same, yeah. So, I mean, this is actually in some ways an existential threat and a battle cry from the decentralized community to the traditional domain community. Like, they should be on watch because, you know, you don't own like these kind of big domains anymore now anybody can buy a domain yeah and then the fees keep going up i mean the dot com i think is going up again in september i I heard i'm also not totally in the domain domain investing space i'm more internet marketer seo -er, but of course i follow a little bit and then the dot org i think a lot of people were upset about dot org you know the i don't know if you know that i don't want to say it totally incorrectly but the previous president or somebody in ICANN left to start an investment company and then tried to buy yeah. .org. And then he, his, the whole plan was just to extract more value, in my opinion, is just to increase, yeah. the, increase the cost of renewals. Some insider and, uh, sweetheart deal kind of thing. That's yeah. important. Who knows how much of that is true, but it just goes to show that, you know, it's like FIFA or like, you know, the, the IOC, the Olympic Committee, like when you have these like global, massive, you know, bloated organizations, they're just subject to at best inefficiency and at worst, like kind of influence and corruption. Like you see it over and over and over again. Look at the UN, like, you know, any international organization suffers from this and ICANN is no exception. Yeah. Um, so handshake is, is a, a defense uh, against this. Totally agree. I totally agree. So then do you see like, auctions come i mean you know of course i think back to your like am i i see you almost kind of hosting an event where there's these like investors and then you we have like a an nft auction of collectibles or these handshake names is that can you see that in the in the future like i, I mean maybe maybe you're already doing that or seeing that i mean i can see this kind of like social kind of like 
investor, you know, exclusive kind of club where people are like buying and trading these like. Ex- That's a good art- idea, I, Mike. We should just do this. Like, let's let's do HandyCon. Let's do it. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm open for sure. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll do it virtually. We'll do like a bunch of clubhouses. Yeah, um, yeah. I literally was just on a yeah. clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. We just, yeah. Yeah. Why not? I mean, I think HandyCon is a good thing. Well, let's let's ask uh, Tieshan and Namebase to sponsor, and, and yeah, yeah, let's yeah. do it. Okay, I'm in. Do I'm like in. One day. Why not? Yeah, let's do it. Be awesome. Uh, I'm okay, great. Done. This okay. Is, and, and frankly, this is exactly how Nifty started. Okay. I was I was I was going to sleep. This is like 2018. I was going to sleep. We had invested in Decentraland, and I was like, I read an article that I think it was about Ethermon or something had done was doing NFTs in Decentraland. I was like, so I I, I was I, I literally got out of bed. I called Ari, who is the the co-founder of Decentraland. I was like how come nobody's doing an NFT conference? He's like, I don't know. I was like, all right, we're going to do one and we're going to call it Nifty. <laughs> and so that's where the name Nifty came from. It's okay. from, it's a play on NFT, obviously, yeah, but yeah. that was, that was where all, it all came from actually. Okay. So this will be the Nifty of Handy. All right. Handy, HandyCon. I don't know. We got to check the names available. <laughs> yeah. Start an auction. Maybe, no, maybe, maybe we just call it Handy. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, I'm, I'm all about making things happen too. So that's great. Fun. Um, All right. Done. What we'll do is we'll, we'll announce it and then we'll figure it out. Okay. That <laughs> think social pressure, man. Yeah. I mean, no, that's great. I think if we announce it, then there will be a lot of people in the handshake community who will volunteer. That's, For my, sure. that's my guess. For sure. I agree. I'll definitely push. Let's make it happen. Done. Done. So some things about NFTs. So I, I did some research a little bit, you know, honestly, I'm more like internet marketer and somewhat crypto, somewhat, tr- you know, e-commerce and trading. That's kind of me. And so I learned about, handshake and name base in October this year. And I've been addicted, like, seems like, you know, you're a big believer in it. And it seems like it's very addicting, honestly, but I started studying about NFTs, of course, for this interview a little bit. And just, just generally, it seems like it is even more hot topic, but they say the real value or the most important part is not just the NFT, but the blockchain, the NFT is like, I think you had said earlier, like verified on or uh, authorized by, right? I mean, is that, Something you say like you know, Ethereum, they always say Ethereum and Tron are the are the blockchains of NFTs. But then we have this handshake, and now I don't know how you feel like that all fits together, or is uh, am I making even any sense? But it was a question I kind of wanted to ask. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's, it's a good question, right? So it, the the question as I'm kind of interpreting is like, where is the best place for NFTs to live? Yeah, exactly. Um, That's a good way to be born, right? I think that like. Ethereum is, is hands down the best. At the moment, it's the, it's the worst, but I think ultimately it's the best. Um, and the reason for that is because they have like the biggest mind share, they have the, the most developers, they have the, the, the most applications and the broadest kind of adoption, both enterprise and retail. And so I think that that kind of confluence of resources is very important for a vibrant, you know, that, that's like the, the fertilizer for NFTs. Tron has a lot of baggage, I have to say. It's not my favorite blockchain. It's not my favorite community. And it's not my favorite anything, basically. And I think that people don't naturally kind of gravitate to, to Tron in the way that they gravitate to Ethereum or, or even Polkadot, for that matter. So nothing against Tron. It's just not for me. And I think that while there is a lot of stuff happening there, I would personally prefer to see it you know, go to Ethereum and, and, and others. That said, there are other you know, ecosystems, like one of the products we invest in is called Flare, flare.xyz. So they're like a smart contract layer on top of 
other chains, which okay. uh, which enable smart contracts. So like their fame is that they they started on top of XRP. So like XRP doesn't really do a whole lot at the moment. And so they created a system to basically add smart contract functionality XRP, but they're also applying it to like LTC, to Doge, to Stellar, et cetera. Awesome. And so they're adding value to all these kind of dumb coins, dumb in quotations. So what's interesting is that they are also minting NFTs. And so a company called Gala Games, who was started by one of the co-founders of Zynga, created, you know, is, is actually moving his NFTs all over to Flare. And so if they're on Flare, they're completely compatible with Ethereum because Flare is EVM compatible. And so I think we're going to see like a lot of interoperable chains, but I do think that Ethereum will be like the kind of core of that. And there will be a lot of others who will interoperate. So even, you know, I'm sure that Polkadot will kind of take off with NFTs at some point as well, but because Polkadot is also interoperable or will be interoperable with Ethereum. Well, I think, I think Ethereum will still be the kind of the, the mainstay, the backbone and things will branch off and, and interoperate with it. Okay. Thank, that's a really amazing answer. Thank you for all that insight. And then there's, of course, there's Handshake. And then, I mean, some people even call these names NFTs in themselves. I mean, NFT, the name, the TLD you have is, is that, a, could you call it? And then there's all these emojis, people going crazy about emojis. Somebody just bought another heart emoji literally like an hour ago. I'm watching this sold on Namebase and, you know, emojis. And then there's wow. other kind of like... Yeah, it was 44,000 HNS just sold. Actually, I know the buyer and in the community even, well, he said it was. Bought, I thought the heart emoji was already sold. I think it's a different heart, oh, honestly. Right. This is one kind of confusing thing. There's these uh, different variations of. Yeah, there's emojis. different emoji standards. Um, but there's that. But there's also these other, like any, all, all these kind of Unicode or Punicode, you know, there's yeah. there's different kinds of things. Like there's chess pieces and there's cards and there's. Of course, Chinese language, all languages, not just English, right? Every language has, are these, I mean, of course, they're meant to be a domain name, but some people are saying they're more like an NFT collectible than a domain name. You know, I don't know if you would see it that way. Yeah, I think that's, uh, to be frank, I, I believe they are. And in fact, we're working on a project now to try and wrap NFTs, wrap domain names into NFTs so that they are becoming collectibles. So I think that it's, it's hugely important. I think that domain NFTs will become a thing like within a year. We'll be, we'll be handing out domain NFTs and I think emojis will be a big part of that. So yeah, all these worlds are converging like yeah. handshake, NFTs, gaming, crypto, Domains, um, DeFi. Like, yeah. I think that once NFTs are, once domain names on handshake are wrapped in NFTs, you have the ability to collect them, but they become assets. And if they're assets, then you can connect them to DeFi. I think we'll be able to collateralize <laughs> DeFi. Oh. Oh. Yeah, using domains, wrapped domains. And, and I think that it's just another form of value, right? Great. Imagine being able to get a loan uh, on your domain name. Like, why yeah. shouldn't you? It's, it's, it's as valuable and in some cases even more valuable than physical real estate. Yeah, there's definitely in right? the domain spaces. They've been saying that for a long time. I, I believe that too, you know, that for sure. Especially now with these lockdowns and, you know, like, less travel, you know, physical travel, like, yeah, online is even more valuable for sure. Yeah. But getting towards the time, I know you're super busy and I really appreciate you doing this interview. So maybe we'll start to wrap up a little bit, some takeaways, you know, somebody just maybe the first time they're even hearing about this, you know, it's been about a year only handshake just turned a year old, the blockchain. And some people may email me just finding out about it. Now, what would you tell somebody, you know, 
this show will go online, you know, in a week or so. So what would you say, you know, somebody should do now, you know, I guess get addicted to these auctions and start buying names or, I mean, of course it's risky. Yeah, and, that, uh, that's it. Like read a little bit, but just go and, and start buying domains. Um, they're collectibles. Like they're fun. Domains are an expression of yourself. They're an expression of your ideas. They're an expression of like your interests. So just go out and buy. I mean, you don't have to spend a whole lot. In some cases they're free. Yep. If nobody else wants the domain you're bidding on, it's free. Congratulations. Yep. And you own that like forever. Yeah. Uh, you sell it. So it's an extremely low barrier to entry from a financial standpoint. It's a little bit of a hassle the first time from a, a kind of technical standpoint and just, but name base makes it super, super easy. You, all you really need to do is go to name base. You can buy handshake token, which you need to use to buy the, the domains. You can buy handshake with a credit card. Name base has your account. You can search for a domain. If your domain is taken, you can make an offer for it. If your domain is not taken, you can bid for it. And, and that's it. You can get yeah. up and running in five minutes. So yeah. the best way to learn Handshake is to be in Handshake. And it doesn't require a whole lot of, you know, practice. It doesn't require a whole lot of, like, you know, kind of insight. It's not rocket science. It's, it's, it's playground stuff. But it's fun. Agreed. It's fun. Collecting yes. is just like a natural instinct of humans. Like, we collect stuff. We're like, you know, birds with shiny objects. And I think that, you know, domains is just another expression of, of that. So I encourage everybody to go out, find your domain, just buy one or two and, and have fun with it. And who knows, like you could potentially flip it for, yeah. you know, thousand X like other people have. I, yeah, I know that, I think the guy that, that bought uh, the domain initially, uh, the NFT domain, I think he only bought it for something like, you know, a few thousand um, four, handshake. And, four thousand, yeah. Yeah. 4,000 handshake. And, and I can't remember what the calculation was, but it was, it was something like several hundred thousand uh, handshake is what I paid for it. Uh, the equivalent. So yeah, yeah I think I'm, actually I'm seven, Japanese. depending of course the rates change, but they say uh, at the time of the deal is about 680,000 HNS or 84,000 US. Yeah, yeah. So some four, some from 4,000 to 680,000. I, I don't even know what multiple that is, but it's like something <laughs> like you know, 2000 X or something like that. So, yeah. 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 Well, Ryan, I know I, I will actually get him on the show too later, but yeah, he's, yeah, exactly. yeah, he's a really uh, young guy and uh, yeah, super helpful in the community too. So it's great. It's great to have these stories and it's great that you're, you're, yeah, I mean, you're really act, you know, active in the whole crypto space and, and since 2013, and it's great to have you supporting this, this handshake. And it seems like it's picking up steam more and more. I mean, we're seeing more traditional domain, investors getting into it. We're seeing other people in Bitcoin getting into it. Literally, it was just on a clubhouse and Nick Carter, I don't know if you know him. Oh, he's, yeah. He got his name and he's get, he's trying to bulk buy HNS. Literally, he was asking on clubhouse if anybody has bulk HNS to buy. And uh, it's kind of like getting crazy now, but it's exciting times for sure. Yeah. I'm yeah, going mean, to out Vinny Lingham too. So I was, Vinny has been pretty public from the founder of Civic and, and yeah, one, of the, one of the original partners of Multicoin. He's been like, we've been having great conversations about, <laughs> about a handshake. You should get him on the, on the show too. I'll, I'll talk um, to him. Yeah. I've seen him in some groups. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he's great. Okay. Well, I think, I think that's all for now. I mean, for, I have been really enjoying this. Like we can go on for long. I, I know you're super busy. What's some, what's some ways people can, we can link it up in the show notes or people will find more about, you know, what you and your businesses are doing. Yeah, I mean, of course, if you're handshake and enabled and you're going through Puma browser, you can always find me at, at, at 
dot Jahan. I guess there's no real dot. You just put in Jahan. Yeah, you don't find me. You put a slash. They they have a slash. Some people, I oh, even yeah. me, are updating. They're updating their Twitter names to put a their name slash. So the slash is how people know it's like a handshake name. Nice, nice. Yeah. So slash Jahan on uh, handshake enabled browsers. Otherwise, you can find me at at collectionist on Twitter or at Jahan Chu. Although I'm I'm just slowly migrating to that Twitter handle. Or on LinkedIn. Yeah, hit me up. I'm always open to talk about Handshake. I, okay. I, I love it. Like probably a bit too much. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm similar. Like it's really consuming uh, a lot of my mind space. And we talked to a lot of other people in the community and it's very, it's not just certain groups. There's developers getting consumed by this. There's investors, there's uh, marketers. I guess I'm more in a marketer group, but we're all getting really excited about it. So it's, it's an amazing oh, we thing. Shout out to, uh, to, we should shout out to um, this website, Niami, N-I-A-M-I. Yeah. Think, yeah. Like the, uh, Oh, cool. You can like, they'll give you an appraisal of your domain name. Like that's brilliant. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to talk to that guy. Like, yeah. I think that's great work. So I, I use it, you know, I, I put it on my bookmarks. It's like, cool. awesome. Yeah. Stefan is a developer. I think he's, I don't yeah. want to, I think he's German, but he's, he built that. I've talked to him. It's Nami, N-I-A-M-I dot I-O, his I-O domain, but he actually has a TLD too. So you could just do uh Nami slash N-I-A-M-I. I on the handshake. So yeah, we'll link it up in the notes too. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much. Really, yeah. really, I'm uh, really Thanks happy. Thanks for having me, Mike. Yeah. Love, love, love to be on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's make this conference. I'll follow up. Let's make it happen, man. That's great. I'm serious. Let's do it. Okay. I spent on my mind, uh, honestly. And then there's somebody just put in, uh, invested in, there's a development fund for handshake and somebody just put in 50k I don't know if I'm it's so early, but I think just yesterday and he's asking me what other things we can do. And I think events would be perfect. There's not really been an event yet. So yeah. And we haven't really made a lot of announcements about this whole developers fund, um, but you should be expecting some kind of news, some big news, I think, uh, about what some of us have been doing in the background in the handshake ecosystem to try awesome. and, you know, add more long-term support for the, for the protocol, all Great. kind of crowd, crowd supported and community oriented. So Stay tuned for that. Okay, great. This is awesome. Thanks so much. All right. Take care, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Do you enjoy the Global From Asia podcast? Do you enjoy what the guests you see here? We've been doing these masterminds. We have our membership and we're going to even, we're, we're up in the bar. We're bringing you onto the D-Web. So if you want to get onto the D-Web and the .gfa extension we talked about in the interview, you can become a GFA VIP member. You'll support the show. You'll connect with other people like me in our private masterminds and our community, get our online courses, and you will also get a domain name on the .gfa extension where we will build out a profile for you and promote you within our community. So I think that sounds pretty cool. It's a whole new thing and it's totally decentralized. <laughs> See you there. GFAVIP.com. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing. Jahan, and I really appreciate you sharing with us that, that you know, inspiration. I, I'm all excited. I'm jumping back into the auctions now. So I I hope everybody followed that. Maybe it's a little bit more advanced. We didn't do like a beginner on a handshake. But basically the idea is it's domain names on crypto or on the blockchain instead of on uh, traditional internet and, and ICANN. I know it's high, high early stage, a little bit high risk. You know, I'm, I'm anything but a shill or a promoter. I'm the opposite. I maybe should have told you earlier, we actually made a forum in Handshake, handshake.mercenary. So we owned the mercenary extension in Handshake. So you can totally free one, but you got to know how to use Handshake to log in and to post, but you can read it without that. We'll link to that in the show notes. And we have, like I mentioned in the interview, GFA, 
with GFA, we have, we're going to start to make social network profiles for our GFA VIP members. And it's a very early stage. So we only took some that attended our Chinese New Year mastermind session last week for that. And we will start to show that in our future episodes and content. So keep an eye out for that. We'll also link to some of these, but it'll be like mike.gfa, rose.gfa. That'll be like the domain. And it will be on a decentralized server and it'll be a decentralized domain. So that's pretty, pretty cool. Off uh, On the chain, off the chain, off the charts. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, I'm going to work on this online event for auctions for uh, NFTs or these these domains. So that'll be a fun one. I'm figuring that out right now. I'm doing this intro right after the interview. And then next week, we're going to have some more guests. I think we might do this weekly for a little while. And I'm, I'm, I'm full into this. And I just thought finally I would bring this into our GFA community. And we're going to be bridging this more with the membership, with promoting and building up profiles for members on the decentralized web for the GFA extension. I'm totally excited about that. And it's the new internet, but it's actually, I think, the way the internet should have always been. I think it's too much controlled by just a few huge internet companies that are monopolies that are, you know, hold, holding hostage our identities, holding hostage our content. And it's just not the internet that I want my kids to grow up into, to be honest with you. So it's my duty, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm investing more into this. And I, I hope you're as excited as I am. The next show is going to be really cool, too. And that that's all I got for today. Thanks again for watching. And also skyinclude.com is a totally separate blog and podcast, not podcast, but YouTube videos I make about these tutorials, skyinclude.com or .skyinclude, setup.skyinclude, or search skyinclude on YouTube. You can find about 50 videos I've made in the last couple months about this. And I got the cool hat, name based Johnny Wu, hook me up. Thanks, buddy. I hope you enjoyed this show. Let me know. And then, of course, we're subscribe on our iTunes if you are, or YouTube, Global from Asia. And I'll see you on the D-Web and .gfa. Maybe we'll move the whole podcast there one day. But for now, we're still on the old web. I don't know. There's no podcast host. There's totally, you can make it. There's search engines coming now, a couple search engines. It's, it's we got to rebuild the whole internet. All right. See you. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.